Sometimes I cannot say much about why I go to church other than what people who go to the gym say. I always feel better once I'm there. I feel better after. It's always good for me, not good in a take your vitamins way or a chidingly moralistic way, but in a palpable way. Lauren F. Winner. I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is God's Wisdom for Today, a weekday live broadcast series from the book of Proverbs. Just like a proverb, this show is a short, wisdom-packed nugget of truth teaching us how to live our lives well. The book of Proverbs is an invitation from God to step into the wisdom of God. It is a very practical roadmap for developing the skill of living. Let's dive into episode 41 today, and we're going to take a look at Proverbs 3, 8. I'll talk about it in two different translations. We'll cover the language and the meaning of the verse, and we'll connect it to our lives by asking ourselves some questions. But before we get started, let's pray. Lord, I need your help today. My heart's been kind of crazy. It's been a rushed morning, and my tongue seems to be tripping over itself today. So I need your help. Spirit, open this scripture to us and give us understandings that my words alone can't do. Teach us in each of our own lives what you want this verse to mean for us, what changes we need to make, what realizations we need to have, how we need to see God or our hearts differently. Pray that you would lend power to your word in this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a look at Proverbs 3.8. It says in the CSB, This will be healing for your body and strengthening for your bones. The message says, your body will glow with health. Your very bones will vibrate with life. Let's do a Monday catch up because it's been a weekend, right? We have slept since we did this last. We are in a series of couplets that are a rhythm of instruction, incentive, instruction, incentive, what to do, why to do it, what to do, what's going to happen. They're God generously guiding us into habits and behaviors and attitudes that will help us live good lives. This verse that we read today, this is an incentive or results portion of that rhythm. This is linked to Friday's verse, so I'm going to read them both together so you get the full picture before we break today's verse down. Proverbs 3, 7, and 8 say this, Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. This will be healing for your body and strengthening for your bones. We're looking at the results of a life of humility, righteousness, and fear of the Lord. We get the news that it involves our health, and we all want to be healthy. Usually, we want to be healthy with no discipline or effort on our own part, right? I mean, if I could lay on my hammock 24-7 and eat cookies and chocolate and ice cream, I'd be all for that. Now you know my sweet tooth, but that is not the way it works. That is a recipe for gaining even more weight than I gained in this pandemic. No, instead, good health involves intention and choices and self-discipline and effort and sacrifice. A life of humility and righteousness and fear of the Lord is the same. It requires intention and choices and self-discipline and effort and sacrifices. But the results that this verse proclaimed for us are healing for our body and strengthening for our bones. So let's look a little bit more closely at what those might mean. The Hebrew word for body is interesting. It actually is literally umbilical cord or navel. 
It's a, <laughs> I knew I was going to do that. It's a synecdoche, synecdoche. So I'll tell you a secret. This is a behind the scenes thing. These words that I have to pronounce for you, synecdoche, I have it in my head that is that it is the New York town Schenectady without the first C. And that is so not right. But every time I have to fight before it comes out my mouth about which is correct, <laughs> synecdoche. So what is that? You've never heard of that, probably. It's a figure of speech in which, in this case, the name of a part is used to stand for the whole. So you have the idea of a navel or an umbilical cord as representing the entire body. Now, the reason to understand that is that it gives us a metaphor that's more powerful than just hearing the word body. We all kind of know what body means. But the image is of the health giving nourishment and strength that flow from the mother's body through the umbilical cord into her preborn baby's body. The fear of the Lord is a healing flow into our sin sick souls. Next, let's talk about strengthening for our bones. The word strengthening is also translated as refreshment. The Hebrew word actually means liquid served to a person to drink. Now, just as a drink of water would bring physical refreshment to one's body, trusting in God and turning away from evil will bring emotional refreshment to one's soul. Bones is another interesting choice. It's a figure of speech, which means the seat of the emotions. That's why I said it brings emotional refreshment. For example, you can see it in Jeremiah 29 and 23, 9. Both use it as a parallel for the word heart. So Jeremiah 23, 9a says, Concerning the prophets, my heart is broken within me and all my bones tremble. David speaks of the burden of sin with the same word in Psalm 38, 3. There is no health in my bones because of my sin. Sin makes for spiritual sickness, while righteousness leads to healing. Bones is also a synecdoche, considered a part representing the whole person. It's physical and moral aspects. There are lots of examples in scripture, but I will give you one. Psalm 35 10 says, All my bones shall say, O Lord, who is like you, delivering the poor from him who is too strong for him, the poor and needy from him who robs him. Now, looking ahead, we will find in Proverbs that when we get to the actual Proverbs, that Proverbs tells us things that we can do for good health. This is not the only time that God is going to say that righteous behavior is physically and emotionally healthy. And we're going to close with a Forbes article that quotes a Mayo Clinic publication. It says, most studies have shown that religious involvement and spirituality are associated with better health outcomes, including greater longevity, coping skills, and health-related quality of life, even during terminal illness, and less anxiety, depression, and suicide. Several studies have shown that addressing the spiritual needs of the patient may enhance recovery from illness. Let's ask ourselves some questions. Early on in today's lesson, I said that a life of humility, righteousness, and fear of the Lord requires intention, choices, self-discipline, effort, and sacrifice. In this passage, God is telling us reasons that it's worth it. But let's lean into the first part for a second. Are you currently making that effort, intentionally making the choices that lead to the actions and behavior with effort and self-discipline that lead to a life of righteousness and fear of the Lord. If not, let's get honest. God already knows. Why not? What's stopping you? If you need to improve, and don't we all, what is one thing that you can do to improve? Choose one thing. What is that one thing today? How does the idea of a life of humility, righteousness, and fear of the Lord being a nourishing, life-giving, refreshing, strengthening current into our bodies and souls change your perspective on it? Now let's take a few moments to evaluate. How is your health, your actual physical health? 
How is your spiritual health impacting your physical health? And I want you to think about things like unconfessed sin, unforgiveness, lack of trust, lack of obedience. How are these kind of spiritual issues affecting your physical health? And what do you need to do about that? If you want a place to think about these questions, they might take a little more deeper thought. You might want to come back to them and review them. We send out a free set of journal pages every Sunday evening in an email. If you want to be on the list to receive that email, you can go to getwisdom.link backslash email, getwisdom.link backslash email to get on that list. And we'll send those out to you on Sunday evenings. As for me, (laughs) today's as for me section, usually I think these out pretty clearly. Today, I was kind of all over the place, and that's probably indicative of an undisciplined, <laughs> of my undisciplined nature. I am, by nature, undisciplined, and maybe most of us are. I don't know. I know that I am. I work really hard. I work long hours. I work really hard. And so I kind of driven by project and productivity. And I think in the past, I have confused those two. I think that I have tended to think that I was fairly self-disciplined when instead I was project-driven and a hard worker. Maybe, well, definitely sometimes to a fault. I can be a workaholic. And those things aren't really truly the same. They actually aren't the same at all. So self-discipline is different from my perfectionism and my workaholism and my work ethic. And I think I've always mixed them in the past. So this morning, those were the kind of things I was trying to unravel. Like, what does that really look like for me? I know that I can be self-disciplined for a time. I can do Whole30 like a champ when I put my mind to it. But that everyday sacrifice and discipline of those intentional choices that will lead to a life and behaviors of righteousness and fear of the Lord, I think that those are missing for me in some ways that I need to seriously correct. So that's me. What are you going to do with what you've learned today? Let's close in prayer. Lord, we don't want wisdom for our success. We don't want it so that our life can look better on the outside, but instead we want it so that we can better love you, better love other people, that we can better know you, and that we can better live lives that are pleasing to you. Give us that kind of wisdom, Lord. Give us that kind of wisdom that transforms our hearts into ones that are like Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining me today, guys. If you found this broadcast helpful, share it with a friend. We learn faster when we have friends along for the ride and those who can hold us accountable and talk to us about what we're learning. If you're a podcast listener, if you rate, review, and subscribe, it will seriously help us to be in front of more people so that we can help more people. I do this every weekday, so I will be back tomorrow with another episode. And until then, I hope you have a fantastic day. 